0: What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy, Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet. And today, we are back with another edition of Overthinking MTG. And I got to tell you that this episode is brought to you by haircuts. They're a wonderful thing. And they're happening again, you guys. I'm so excited. Um, it's funny, actually, I was so excited to get my hair cut last night that when the stylist actually asked, okay, so how's that? I was just so ecstatic that my head weighed so much less that it didn't occur to me that they didn't take anyone here as much off the top as I would usually like. And there's this kind of awkward framing thing thing going on with my part that i didn't notice till this morning i gotta be honest i was just so excited like it's a haircut it's i'm so i'm i'm so happy this is great are you kidding how does it look i feel like a million bucks Woo! anyway so yeah i've been at it's been like four months guys it's it's the little things in life you got to appreciate yeah um, anyway Today, speaking of the actually things that we want to appreciate, I want to have a special shout-out to a listener out there, a gentleman by the name of JD, who popped into my Discord server um, because of this very show. So thank you, JD. I appreciate you. And this one is going out to you because of your request for a Child of Alara episode. So today we are going to be looking at Child of Alara. It is a very interesting commander and is especially relevant given the recent change to the commander rules. If you're not familiar, the commanders... Um, in the past commanders with death triggers so when a commander died what would end up happening is it either needed to go to the graveyard or go to the command zone if it went to the command zone instead of the graveyard the death trigger didn't resolve um, but that's changed they've modified it so now when a commander dies its death trigger works the way death trigger should and as a result child of alar becomes much 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 better um, and so let's take a look at what is Child of Alara. Well, it's a 6-6 six, six Trampler um, legendary creature avatar for Wooberg, which is one of each color. So it's all five colors, which in a commander is actually pretty nice because that gives you a ton of flexibility with your deck building. Um, it means the mana base is probably going to be a little more expensive. However, in the end, you're going to have whatever options you want. And then Child of Alara, so 6-6 six, six Trampler for five. You mean, you have to have some decent mana fixing in order to get it working, but it is a 6-6 six, six for 5, so that's relevant. Um, and then, when Child of Alara is put into a graveyard from play, destroy all non-land permanents. They can't be regenerated. So, just wipe everything. And So, this is a board wipe sitting in your command zone at 5 mana. That's awesome. So, that comes with a lot of really cool synergies and a lot of cool things you can do. So, whenever you're looking at a commander, one of the first things you think is, okay, what does this commander want to do? And then, how do I leverage that in the rest of my deck? Like, what do I build around what this commander is doing? Well, Child of Alara wants to destroy everything. This commander wants to watch the world burn and... That's freaking incredible. But what do you do with that? You know, all this means is that nobody gets to have fun because it destroys your permanence too. So, how do you build around a board wipe? It's kind of a weird situation um, because either you can, you know, you can focus on a couple of different things. Focus on surviving the board wipe, first and foremost, focus on minimizing your risk of, you know, with what occurs with the board wipe. Or, uh, well, I mean, I guess that's it. Unless you really want to be that jerk face who has a complete lockout stacks deck that is designed to make sure that none of your friends get to play the game and y'all get to sit around the table for an hour while everyone curses your name behind their back. Um, Which, by the way, don't have those decks. Don't 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 build those decks. Those decks are a great way to alienate a playgroup and make sure that you just don't have anyone to play with at the end of the day. Plus, a lot of those stacks pieces are pretty expensive now. So you can spend two grand on a deck that'll make sure that all of your friends uh really hate you. <laughs> um, I'd recommend not doing that. That doesn't seem like a great investment. But there are some other there's some other archetypes that could really benefit from having quick and easy access to a board wipe. Now, any deck should have one or two board wipes in it, if not five or six or ten board wipes in it, depending on what you're trying to do. Because no matter what, even if you're running like a white weenie deck where your whole goal is to vomit your whole hand onto the battlefield, go as wide as humanly possible and just smash face, you will still have the situation where your opponents are completely wrecking you and you aren't able to get anything going and they have too much stuff on the board and hitting a planner cleansing, even though you'll have some casualties means that the game resets. And when you have the control over when the game resets, you can hold your resources back into your hand to make sure that that, Reset is at a time that's beneficial for you and causes the most destruction to your opponents. Now, Child of Valara, your opponents will see it coming. So that is a tricky situation. Um, you know, it makes it a little bit tougher because, well, they know when when this is on the battlefield, there's an opportunity. The other thing that Child of Alara is, is it's a fuse. It's not the, well, I mean, I guess it is a bomb, but because it, it it needs to die first so you need to have some way to kill it so something some kind of sacrifice engine or a direct removal spell that you can target it with now if your opponents are running direct removal spells that exile those will not trigger the death trigger on this so that's a very real concern something you gotta be aware of Um, so it's not just a matter of run this out on turn five and go because yeah what i would recommend And so what I think of when I look at a board wipe, how do I want to build my deck around a board wipe? I want to build a deck that can benefit late in the game because board wipes are most devastating to decks that have low cost creatures and have a lot of them. Because that is the largest impact on the board. So, if your opponent has a token deck and they're running, or they're running like an elf tribal deck where their goal is to just have a whole ton of creatures that all feed off each other, hitting a board wipe will devastate their plans. Like, full on wreck them. Meanwhile, if your opponent is running, or if you are running a deck with a lot of dragons that all cost six or seven, then all of a sudden, Hitting a board wipe on turn five doesn't touch you at all because none of your creatures are out yet. Meanwhile, your opponents could get really wrecked because they've been trying to go fast and low to the ground. And so they get completely wiped. And then all of a sudden, your value engine gets to start ticking up after that board wipe has occurred. And so your opponents are completely, you, know, you have an opportunity to completely destroy what your opponents are trying to do right before you start to really build up. So if you like strategies where you end up having a lot of really, really big things, then Trial of Alara actually wouldn't be a bad commander to fit into that deck because it gives you access to all of your colors. So no matter what, if you want to build dragons, if you want to build angels, if you want to build some weird, gumpy combo situation that like loops door-to-nothingness, or like you could do anything with this commander. Actually, you could full-on do anything. With Child of Alara in the command zone. No reason not to. Um, It would be a good idea to have mana fixing. That would allow you to roll Child of Alara out. So another thing that you could seriously consider. Is run a deck that is like aristocrat style. Where your goal is to sacrifice creatures. Over and over and over again for value. So if you can get like a blood artist trigger going. And you know sacrificing things all over the place. Just because you would have sack engines online. And then if somebody gets a little too intense if somebody gets if if someone one of your opponents starts really setting up and is able to create a really good value engine well roll trial of alara out and blow up the whole board and then all of a sudden everybody starting from square one meanwhile um your really low to the ground situation could rebuild very easily so actually that's a that's a situation if you were to go like aristocrats like let's say you go like rakdos or even just full-on black aristocrats and you could have effects like Stitch Together, um, Unearth, uh, Revenge, Revival, like these weird situations that are designed specifically to like specific reanimation reanimation effects. My thought is, if you have Child of Alara down and you have a Blood Artist and you have a Priest of the Forgotten Gods and you're just like getting awesome value out of this recurring sacrifice engine. And then one of your opponents sets up to a point where you can't deal with it anymore. Well, then you roll Child of Alara out, sacrifice it to the Priest of Forgotten Gods. Everything blows up. You reset everything to zero. Then you hit an Unearth on your Blood Artist or your Priest of Forgotten Gods or whatever, whatever piece you need, and then play one or two things from out of your hand, and all of a sudden, you're back. Like, you spend, you know, after rolling Child of Alara out and hitting it into one of your SAC outlets, which you have anyway, all of a sudden, you can rebuild with five mana in a way that your opponents just can't because your deck is built to survive and recover from that situation. Now that's just one example. There are a ton of different examples of this and a ton of different situations. And at the end of the day, whatever your strategy is, if you can find a way to make it work through a board wipe, this is, The Child of Alara is a commander that you might consider. For example, there are effects. So if you were to run like a white weenie strategy, where your whole idea is to go wide with a bunch of little creatures, you'd think a board wipe in your command zone is one of the worst things you could possibly have because you are going to be impacted by it the most. Well, knowing that it's there, what were to happen if you were to run spells like Ghostway or Eerie Interlude that blinks everything out of existence for a turn. What about um, Teferi's Protection? You know, you can trigger the Child of Alara and then in response hit Teferi's Protection and then all of a sudden every, you're fine and the entire rest of the board is completely nuked. That's an option. You There are also spells that give uh, creatures indestructible. So any kind of mass indestructible ability, all of a sudden you're just fine. You could also run like artifacts and dark steel forge makes all artifacts indestructible. Also then child of Lara becomes destroy all non artifacts, you know, non-artifact, non-land permanence. That's pretty darn good. Um, and so you have ways of, you have ways of manipulating it so that it minimizes the damage to you while maximizing the damage to everybody else. So I think Child of Alara is a really cool commander and it modifies the way that you think about your deck building. Also, that's a lot of slots that you don't need to fill with board wipes because you have access to this. Um, another really, really cool thing you could also build it as Tron. You know, you could build, and sorry, not Tron. You Well, that's the weird thing. Magic nerds have thrown around Tron and Voltron a little too much. Tron is referring to the uh, the Urza lands and like colorless ramp in, uh, in formats like modern. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about Voltron strategies where your commander is designed to deal combat damage. And in those decks, usually what you do is you strap a bunch of equipment and a bunch of auras to your commander to make it big and nasty to protect it and allow it to deal in a very large amount of damage. That way you can destroy your opponents by dealing 21 damage of commander damage in a child of alara deck you could build a voltron strategy which would just it would be bizarre to see because your opponents will want to remove Child of Alara from the game because it is a threat that is dealing a ton of damage to them. Remember, it has trample natively. So as long as you can put some, like, put Lightning Greaves on this to make it tough to counter, or t- tough, tar- impossible to target. Um, or uh, Swiftfoot Boots, you know, so that it, give it hexproof with something, and then buff it up. We use cards like Imperial Plate, or, um, you know, the Swords, that all create, just add power and toughness, in addition to other types of protection, uh, just to make it hard to block and hard to deal with. Because then there's this, this dynamic where, if your opponents remove it, unless they're really careful with how they remove it, like, if they block this thing with one of the, with something very large to destroy it, it or to, to get in its way, it will just blow up the whole freaking board. So, you have this kind of, like, this weird dynamic where you're like, okay, there's a threat there, I want to get rid of it, but... Do I want to get rid of it? You know, it, and it forces your opponents to think, what's a bigger threat? This Child of Alara that ha, that's like 15-15 with Trample and First Strike and Death Touch because of all these things I've slapped onto it? Or is the entire board being destroyed a bigger threat? What's worse for you? And then all of a sudden, your opponents get to kind of argue amongst themselves as to what's the biggest issue and i think the best part about that is you could target whoever has the biggest board because they are the person who has the most to lose from child of alara going off meanwhile they then also have the most to lose by child of alara sticking around and so you have this fun dynamic and the political shenanigans that you can build off of that is just super fun so I really like Child of Allara. I think it's a fun commander, and I'm looking forward to actually trying my hand at brewing a deck list around it. Um, and the best part about this particular commander is you can build so many different things around it. Like, it doesn't pigeonhole you in any way. Yeah, there, there are just so many dynamic elements to it it's a fun design especially now that the commander death triggers work the way that the, the way that they should because you can roll it out on turn five and then if somebody or you can roll it out for five mana rather you're probably gonna ramp in some way but you can roll it out for five. Oh, and that's another thing with child of alara if you the ramp package that you put in your deck focus that ramp package on putting extra lands into play because if you have another opponent who is ramping with mana rocks exclusively when child of alara goes off their ramp is gone too meanwhile if you're focused on putting lands into play the your ramp efforts are not impacted by child of alara that said there is one mana rock i can think of that is untouchable uh, in this situation and that is uh dark Steel ingot so, you could run Dark Seal it because it because it is indestructible. So, that would synergize nicely. So, that's a piece of ramp that can get you access to any color that will still work alongside Child of Alara. Uh, but, otherwise, I would put in things like Ramp and Growth, Wayfarer's Bobble, Explosive Vegetation, Circuitous Root, Migration Path, etc., etc., etc. Cultivate, of course, Kodama's Reach. You know, those things that are all about putting extra lands into play, I would lean in that direction because it's just going to be better for you in the long run. Um, also, actually, Uro synergizes really nicely with this, but then Uro is also one of the most busted cards has been printed in years so the fact that it synergizes is one of those where it's like yeah of course it synergizes with everything it synergizes with playing the game of magic so that's kind of goes without saying uh yeah so no i like it i like Trial to a lot i think there's a lot of really cool things though the design space is wide open this is a commander that encourages creativity and i think that those types of commanders should be celebrated and leaned into um, yeah but you can put it out on turn 5 you can then you can put it out at 5 mana you can put it out at 7 mana then 9 mana all are reasonable rates for a planar cleansing on a body like i feel like those are all reasonable costs for this yeah this is really cool so thank you so much um you know thank you jd for for this recommendation and thank you for tuning in everybody i appreciate it now if you wanted to join um the the conversation where we do have a discord server where we have where we talk about all this stuff we talk about commander we talk about limited we talk about arena the state of the game um also just share fun off topic memes don't hesitate to jump in the link to that is in the description below and uh yeah if you have a card that you'd like to request i'm always open. Please don't hesitate to reach on out. Discord is the best place to find me, but you can also find me on Twitter at Hox42. Thank you so much, everybody. I appreciate you. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I will catch you next time.